Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is June 23rd, and this is episode 212. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic Friday today. As always, we've got some exciting things to go over in our charts, taking a look at the macro outlook, taking a look at the midterms, and everything else in between with cryptocurrencies. So with that being said, let's jump right into it. Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. Absolutely monumentally shifting around. The weekly is looking absolutely fantastic. As of right now, obviously, two weeks ago, we were quite bearish. Things were bad. Everything was getting worse and sad. And now we've had a complete momentum shift in the macro that we talked about, we knew was coming potentially, and we had the awareness of having it, uh, having it play out. So we absolutely are shifting everything around. The biggest thing I'm looking for in this week is a close above, um, as far as weekly goes, 28,980, which, right, you know, clearly we're beating out right now. The Heikinashi candle still needs to hang up and around 30 for the next two days in order to get that higher high close as far as the Heiken Ashi candles are going. Normal candles more than likely sees the close above and beyond and hopefully taking this um, ranging market structure and basically putting this into a full-on bullish market structure. We already have fibs completely extending to the upside now. Everything about this looks overall fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. If we get the full-on weekly bearish um, invalidation, meaning that the weekly triple confirmation comes in much higher than the weekly triple confirmation down, we're more than likely going to take a much bigger step than most people are anticipating. The next buy, the next levels that we'd be looking for above 32 would be closer to 35, 36,000. Um, from there, if we backtest into 30, 32, and we find support at the macro critical support level, uh, that is 30,000. We could be extending all the way into our weekly 382. This is a very reasonable target, I think, if we are to show that the bulls have absolutely taken over again. Yeah, 382, $44,000. Sounds absolutely ludicrous, but it's it's right there calling to us. You know, everything's lining up in that overall direction for the next, probably in a month or two, is where we'd be at um, time frame wise. But overall, I mean, you know, looking at weekly, we can clearly see if we go over to our normal candles here that, you know, massive green dildos again and again and again, right? Where's all the buy pressure? It's coming in quickly because it's smart money and it's institutions and it's, you know, they're doing this on purpose. They are stair stepping their way up and out because they are consolidating, they're accumulating and retail is selling it right back into their hands every single time so of course you know that you keep playing the same game that you're losing what do you think is going to happen right yeah clear clear that smart money has been absolutely buying up retail selling it down sold into smart money smart money bought it all the way up continued buying now we're at the same pivotal point the fact that we're above twenty-eight thousand five hundred, we're back into the bullish control zone of the macro and the midterm it looks absolutely fantastic for continuation overall upwards and over Biggest thing right now, holding above 30K. I think that we can, you know, because we're going into a weekend and we are potentially seeing some shorter term bearish things and such, we could see some sort of rejection um, after close today or over Saturday, Sunday type of deal. But we're looking for a higher low in the midterm, 
28,800 seems to be calling us and or just around 30,000 would probably be some good places to start looking for re-entries. If you've taken profits up here in the 31,200 region, I don't think that'd be bad. Again, not financial advice, not telling you what to do or how to trade or whatnot, but overall everything is looking quite fantastic. Ethereum continuing to hold around the 618, still in bullish market structure. It has been the whole time, the whole time. We've been consolidating here, been bullish market structure since, you know, 1,050. So if ETH looks absolutely excellent, I would like to see the momentum continue building up on that weekly. But as far as like the midterm macros, five day, four day, they're finding market structure, they're bouncing, they're looking extra spicy and bullish. So that is fantastic. Four day, again, gives us a much clearer picture, it would seem, of where momentum is going and where it should continue going. We have a bit, again, you know, inverted head and shoulders going on. We need to break through the neckline, 32,000. And for uh, ETH, it's going to be 21, 2150 type of deal. Those are the two most important levels above our head right now. You know, some sort of consolidation between here and there over the next week is very possible too, that we just kind of sit in this 30 to 32K zone. But again, you know, I would look at it like an accumulation phase that the bearish, the bearish shorter terms are just getting worked out by going sideways or just being flat. Essentially all that sell pressure being, you know, Un, unpressurized by buy pressure at the same time. So yes, interestingly enough, we know that, you know, there's a bunch of huge, like massively bullish news going on in the background of the space, right? We know that BlackRock coming out with an ETF, a spot ETF, hopefully there's like four other companies that steamed, like steam piled in right behind BlackRock because they know that, you know, when BlackRock wants something, they almost always get it, right? So if anyone out of those companies is going to get an ETF uh, approved, then they're the ones to do it for sure. And once there's one, right, there's going to be more. So big news coming out there. Fidelity, Swab doing their decentralized exchange. That's massive. Bitcoin backed ETFs. Like there's just so many things. I really don't see the FUD about Binance and, and Coinbase being a big dealio. I really don't, especially now. So yeah, smart money's buying. Retail is nowhere to be found because no one's paying attention because everyone still thinks that like, oh, Bitcoin's dead and everything sucks. And, you know, there's no, um, the sediment is still absolutely baloney. I did see that today. The SEC did approve the first leveraged BTC ETF. It is massive, but was there not futures like ETF before? Or maybe it was just futures that they um, started doing in 2017, 2018, like crypto futures in general, not leveraged ones. Okay. I see. I see meaning no shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Yeah, so that is big news today. Going down into our medium-term macro, daily, two-day, that sort of dealio. Again, we see that ETH is running into key-level resistance at 1900. We're probably going to have a little bit, you know, little, a couple issues trying to push through this, but once we can and once we do, you know, things start to change. We're already above 30,000 on ETH, on Bitcoin. ETH may not be too far behind of breaking through its critical key level and then going back up into those highs of 20 or uh, 2100. Oh, my friends, um the dailies do seem like they're a little tired, you know? Again, I would expect either consolidation or some sort of pullback to come over potentially this weekend, potentially into early next week or if it's let's say it starts Sunday, we could pull back until Tuesday or Wednesday and then kind of keep going if the S&P continues pulling back into next week. 
which I think the likelihood of the S&P pulling back continuing uh, on Monday is pretty high just because of how everything's positioning itself right now. So that may be something we see. You know, Bitcoin tends to do that quite often. Friday, Saturday still keeps kind of going in the same direction it was going. And come Sunday, it starts to then piddle off. Volume drops and uh, reversals seem to come in. So it'll be interesting to see how this weekend plays out. Of course, I'm not adding anything to my trades. I've already taken profit up at the top here at 31,200, at least this local top. And I still think that if we do push up for the rest of today and tomorrow, 32, pretty much 32, 31,800 maybe, if it doesn't get all the way, but like 32 should be the next take some more profit region and look for some sort of retest, recuperation back down. Yeah, we'll see where we go. If we get all the way to 32, it makes more sense that we would retest 30. If we continue rejecting 31, then, you know, we open ourselves up to maybe a little bit more, maybe towards 29, 29,500 as a retesting level. There's a bunch of support below us now. And like, you know, again, the macro like bullish um, control zone being at 28,500, it's going to be really, really hard to get back down there at this point now. It's possible, but like, you know, what is going to make that happen other than say manipulation, which we know happens all the time. So got to be cautious of that. They may try and push as low as they can go kind of deal. I do expect it to get bought up very, very quickly if it is going to be that excessive at that extreme of some sort of pullback in the near future. But for now, you know, the midterms, the midterm macros, still in a bullish market structure. The weekly's just shifting back into bullish market structure and potential weekly triple confirmation. So, yeah, we have to overall be bullish and be, well, at least as far as I'm doing, well, what I'm doing, not financial advice, you know, I'm going to stick overall bullish and um, look for the next opportunity to add back to those long positions. Let's jump into our more medium term, short terms, four hour, six hour, pretty much what we've been saying. They, they do seem to be tired. Is it enough to, you know, get a break? from the macro overall trend shift P possibly yeah potentially going into a weekend even more so so i could see us getting back into the 28800 right right at right below 29 it's very possible i believe that's our 382 that would be you know pretty excellent continuation from there reset the oscillators have everything turn itself back up and kind of go from there if we can confirm this bearish divergence that we've been talking about the last couple hours that's been forming it's not confirmed yet we don't have red dot we still have money flow consolidating and or pointing up so it's not confirmed yet if it does confirm um, we could probably move down to our hourly and look for some sort of lower high if we do take that step down to market structure lower high then we take the step down otherwise if we get another higher low we hold structure we move fibs back up and we just extend again from here which is still my opinion, the more likely thing to happen after close today. I think we're just going to keep chilling right now. You know, it's going to look kind of sad, kind of crappy after close, probably closer to like eight o'clock, like three hours after daily close, probably starts to pick up again. You know, Asia starts coming into the mix because just like the American market, you know, they're usually buying into the open, selling into the close. That's why we typically see, you know, that sort of deal at those times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so again, crypto macros looking great. Midterm macros looking great. A little tired, may need some a couple days to like recoup and relax. We've just pumped a shit ton, <laughs> right? An absolute shit ton. 
Like really, where's, has there been any cell pressure all the way from 25, even like, yeah, 25, not really, no. Straight to 30, straight to jail. Um, but we are hitting that top fib and we do need to release some of this, you know, pressure if there is any. Um, overall, the structuring, everything about it, much more bullish than it is bearish. So don't get caught trying to short, you know, the top of this. It's not the top, in my opinion, and it still has a lot of energy left to make another fat swing. We've just done a $5,000 swing. The, the thing about that key zone that we're talking about, 35000 well, that's another 5K away from where we are. So like, you know, tends to line up. We'll see. Not, I'm not a psychic. I'm not <laughs> a financial advisor. So do what you're going to do. But that is the next zone if we can get through 32. 35 to 36 is looking juicy. Um, let's take a quick look over here on S&P. Doing exactly what we were saying. Continuing to push down. It's looking more and more bearish here. Like some sort of uh, quick sell-off into potentially... Yeah, because daily is closing in 40 minutes. So come Monday, Tuesday probably does continue selling down. Um, I want to see that retest of 4,300 points before we have any type of like confirmation of continuation here. We can see that it was that previous high resistance, broke down, hit resistance, broke down. If we can hold this level as support, obviously we're going to see the higher low. We're going to see everything start to continue shifting back up and Resistance turn support is a nice base level to to jump up from and continue. So that's looking quite good. As far as the midterm macros are going, yeah, I mean, like, they're just, I don't know, feels much more like a retest at some point. It, it's, you know, between somewhere and 4,200 and continuation from there. 4,300 would be, like, best case scenario. 4,200, I mean, there's a lot more, you can see a lot more significant tests in that zone so yeah we'll see my friends for now it is turning down and i do see continuation into early next week but overall it's in an overall medium term macro uptrend we're making higher highs and higher lows we're over the moving average everything's looking pretty healthy pretty healthy a retest now perfect perfect him all btc dominance more than likely to continue it is probably going to close this weekly above 49 or 50%, we can call it. Um, we're sitting at about 1.7% higher than that. I do expect continuation in towards 55, 56%. Um, we haven't been above this level since 2020. And this resistance goes all the way back into 2017. So very significant. You know, we could see something like what we saw back here, where it comes up and it comes right back down. At that point, if we reject retest and then try again i could absolutely see us breaking up from that dominance percent point so it's very possible dominance continues taking off altcoins kind of get left behind for a couple months and then from there like uh, you know i don't think altcoins are going to do bad i just think that they're going to be slower going than normally how they would be extending right we're not going to see like back to back 20 percent days 30 percent days um until Bitcoin finds the next macro consolidation period um, price and, you know, had some relief. Essentially, dominance starts to fall back down. Alts start to go kind of crazy, right? The second bull run, <laughs> the back-to-back -back bull run, I guess we can call it. So again, just to reiterate what I've been saying, Bitcoin, ETH, macros, looking really good. I think anything below $30,000 at this point, is probably a great buying opportunity. 
if we do get back down there. Around 30, just below 30, perfect. Closing below 28,500, bad. That'll start to break up. I mean, that's like all the gains essentially wiped away that we've seen in the last couple days. So not great. But what's probably going to happen, today's close probably closes above $30,000. That's, I think, pretty reasonable to say. We've only got three hours left before close, three and a half hours. So reasonable to say. If it doesn't, then, you know, potentially things start to change. We are, again, going into a weekend. The volumes are probably going to drop off a bit um, and things aren't going to be as clear. But we know that we've had all week of pretty much straight upside. It makes sense to sell off for a day or two and then, again, reset those oscillators and look for continuation from wherever we land. Yeah, don't fight the macro. The trend is your friend until the end. With that being said, my friends, as always, if you guys didn't notice, uh, we are Triple Confirmation. As of now, we'd love it if you guys went over and checked out TripleConfirmation.com, checked out our project, checked out the automated decentralized trading bot that we've built for the last year and a half. It's super cool. It's totally and uh, fully automated, decentralized, and on-chain. It's absolutely awesome. So yeah, check it out. Tell us what you think. If you're not in the Discord, come and join us in Discord for live sessions like this all the time. We do our podcast three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all at 1 p.m. PST. You guys are welcome to come and join us live because I don't always do them on YouTube. Well, th I've never done it on YouTube, so... <laughs> Appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen today, as always, and I'll catch you on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.